Welcome to the dark side of travel. So you've dared to come jaunt with me. Thank you. Let me introduce myself. I'm Courtney Maroc, Ambassador of Dark and Paranormal Tourism for Haunt Jaunts, a destination for restless spirits who dig hauntings, true crime, horror, Halloween, and weird days. I'll be your host and guide for this listening adventure. Looks like we've been cleared for takeoff, so buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Hello. Hi. How's it going, (laughs) Hey, you three. I'm so excited to talk to you again. (laughs) Yeah, we're excited to be back. Yeah, because... So last time we talked, um, it was April, and I believe season two was getting ready to premiere. So I got to watch your No Pemming screener ahead of time. Oh, yeah. And it was, that's a sanatorium too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so now this time, though, it's summer when we get us, or, you know, it's warmer weather when we get us. So you guys are all heading into cooler weather. And you guys, mm-hmm. you did something crazy, which I've wanted to do. That looks so much fun. So is it called the Extreme Hydro Flight? Yeah. 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 It's an absolute blast, actually. I've seen a bunch of YouTube videos and different little videos on that. And uh, Dakota set that all up for us, for us to go jump on a hydro flight. And it was, you know, surprisingly easier than it looked, even though I don't think I was that coordinated with it. Um, but what it is, is like a little tiny, like, surfboard, skateboard thing that you just put on your feet, and it hooks up to a, uh, a, a jet ski, and through the jet ski, it shoots the water out beneath your feet, and you go up, like, I think we were up, like, 10 full feet while we were doing it, and it was awesome. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Tanner, you were out 10 feet. Me and Dakota, we could not do it. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, oh. when I've been, I sit down, I edit the show, I just don't have good legs for balance. <laughs> yeah, sure, fair. But I saw you guys all boogieing. You're breaking out your dance moves, which I was like, how are they doing that? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just oh, got yeah. really excited. And I was like, you know, on TV they show you the highlight reel. So that just shows you how excited I was to finally get off of uh, the ground there. <laughs> yeah, you were going with disco. I loved it. It's funny, though, because I wanted to send us somewhere where we would have a lot of fun right before the terrifying, terrible road trip started. So it was definitely... It was definitely fun, but then from that point after, it just went straight downhill. Oh, my gosh. You're not kidding. So when people see you guys at the Saratoga County Homes, I have to say that this one, I was, like, freaking out for you guys. Like, most of the time I'm a little concerned because you go to an abandoned place, and I'm like, oh, my God, are they going to meet, like, a bad animal or a bad person? But this time I was like, oh, you guys are screwed. They're snakes. I don't know if there's other trespassers coming in, and there's a gang of ghosts. So I don't know. Good luck with that. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was. Uh, you got that. 
Oh, I was going to say, like, that's just the, that's what makes that episode so intense for me still today watching it is we, we don't know. We still don't know what happened. If someone or a group of people were trying to break in and scare us, or if it was like a, a one solo person doing that who maybe knew the building better than we did. And like, why were they in there? What was their intention? And then was it a person? Because you'll see in the episode, like we brought out the thermal camera, we tried to catch people and we couldn't find people, but we kept hearing them. And then I did make a really bizarre catch on my main camera. Really bizarre. And it is crazy because you guys, you can, it's not like, it's, it's totally not any of you, you hear it. I mean, you hear it perfectly clear, all the, except for the, the one thing in the basement, but everything else really you, you hear, I mean, in, mm-hmm. as you guys are hearing it, we get to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you brought up a really good point with the show. There are so many different elements of fear you have. Of course, the most obvious, the fear of, like, the paranormal and the unknown. But then you also have the fear of animals, like the snakes, and then the people. I actually think my biggest fear is having somebody break in that, you know, is not really welcome there. And um, it just adds to that, like, what if, and just the fear of being in these buildings and the possibilities of what could really happen outside of the paranormal, you know. So it brings up a really good point. <laughs> yeah, because that was terrifying. Like I was, and then your guys' reactions are amazing because Chelsea, you like were like duck and cover, get your lights off, just get down here, squat down. And I was so impressed at how fast you could spring up and down. I'm like, man, you have really good legs. Like my knees would be like <laughs> blown out. <laughs> Oh, the hydroplight like, got me warmed up for that. Holy cow. And then Tanner, I thought you were going to go and just kick somebody's butt. You like, Marta, who's in here? Who's in here? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like you never know. And, like, I just that, I guess that's just what I revert to is just like, all right, well, someone's going to take on the person who's the bad guy. And, you know, that's just where my head goes. Like me and Alex, we just started sprinting down the hallway trying to find whatever was there. And when we didn't yeah. find anything, that's what freaked us out the most. Oh, big t- I mean, the, it's suspenseful. This episode is super suspenseful. It was by far our most terrifying night for so many reasons. And, this was the start of the trip, and it really, really affected everything after that. We started off on one of the lowest points we've ever been, and to go on forward after that to seven more locations in this road trip, it was so tough. I think one of <laughs> yeah, it was a tough start for sure. I think one of the most essential parts of it, even for us being on the show, was that Dakota caught something on his camera that it was undeniable what he caught what he caught it was like he he convinced me with his words but for some reason the resolution of the camera I couldn't really appreciate you know what was actually caught and I was like you know even me being there at that moment there was like so much suspense for Tanner and I and Alex we we, we had to take Dakota's word and, like, it was the most – it was so different. It was something that was so different that I've never experienced before. Um, it was wild. 
Oh, my gosh. And and Dakota's reaction, too. I mean, speaking of reactions, was so, like, genuine that you knew. And then it was great because, like you said, it was hard to see. You couldn't really see it then. But were you kind of happy that you, like Tanner and Chelsea, were you happy you couldn't? Like, would it have affected you more if you had been able to see it better on that camera as opposed to later on when – you had, like, the laptop and stuff to look at it through? I think that's kind of like a double-edged sword. It's like the way we reacted, I feel like we did a pretty decent job trying to keep our cool in a, in a sense um, because we didn't know what was going on. Exactly. Dakota's the one who saw it. He caught it on his camera, and we just had to take his word for it. And we kind of reacted that way. But what he actually, when we did review it and we saw what he saw, um, I – I don't know if I would have reacted the same. I, don't, I think I would have been a, a, a hell of a lot more scared, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse to know information and to know, um, you know, what's really with you. And I think personally, not knowing for me is probably best. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this is a time when I think ignorance would have been bliss if that had been me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sometimes. Oh, my gosh, that was exciting. And then uh, is the caretaker, not the new one that you guys talked to, obviously, but the one that would pop out at people, did he pass on? Is he dead, too? Yeah, so the caretaker, that story is so interesting, and it, it ties into what we experienced, and that's why I'm, like, still pretty convinced this had to be paranormal, because... The caretaker, after it was abandoned and shut down, he had already passed away. He passed away on in, in the caretaker's house right next to the main building. And one of the main legends, one of the main experiences that people have there is being chased out or, or scared out, which is what happened to us. And people think it's the caretaker trying to scare people out who are vandalizing the building and destroying it. And so to me, I, my mind was just, racing i had no like there's a storyline that almost matches perfectly to what we're experiencing but like our gut instincts was telling us that this is a person someone's breaking in like like get to your gear i don't know it was just such a mind trip <laughs> it, was, it was so intense holy cow and just why i mean you guys lived it and i was like oh mama this is a this is a crazy episode for them to kick off with. So, and then, like, what I think it was Chelsea said that, you know, I think all of you guys agreed this was a heck of a way to start off. But had you guys ever been confronted before with the possibility? Like, I I, th- I don't know who said, like, I don't have a weapon or anything. And had you guys been yeah. confronted with the possibility before of trespassers invading you at the same time? Or did you, like, think, yeah. oh, my gosh, now we need to know what we would do and get a game plan? Or did you already have our what, – what happened with all of that? I mean, I would say back when we went to the Sweet Spring Sanitarium in West Virginia, yeah. season one, we did have a similar experience where we were hearing things and we thought people were there. But we didn't have any reason other than that to think that. Um, and so after Sweet Springs, we did start bringing, like, some just basic, like, just pocket knives and stuff just to keep on us and nothing weaponry, but we stopped doing that. Like, we were like, yeah, whatever, we'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, Saratoga, 
County Homestead happens, the first one of this road trip, and we were right back to, like, we need to be a lot more safe now. Uh, it didn't make the episode, but we did actually call the police to just patrol the area, um, not to come to the sanitarium or anything, but the, if the road it's on is literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, we would have and should have seen people if they were there. And, uh, yeah, we did call the police to, like, patrol the area after that happened, but they didn't find anybody. Whoa. I just make sure I'm working out more than the guys and that I'm a little bit faster than them. Although I will say, Chelsea, when I had my experience at the Saratoga County homestead, I'm almost certain I bulldozed right through you and like passed you. Like I don't I am not a good brother. <laughs> Yeah, those moments don't bring out the best in us. <laughs> like, if I was a real killer, I wouldn't have protected my sister at all. I probably screamed higher pitched than you ever have. I've never heard you scream like that in my life. I know. I'm not kidding. That That's what hard. got me was your scream. I'm like, what? Yeah. What is that? That's yeah, I was actually really scared. You had a different octave. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen it like that. And, like, you, it was the most creepy thing because no one saw what I saw. So then I thought everyone saw it and I was, like, running with me, but you guys were running because I was running. And then afterwards I'm like, oh, oh, my gosh. This was – it's not a very good look masculinity-wise for me, but it, <laughs> it was terrifying. Hey, but it's all I don't even know. Yeah. Watch the Sandy oh a little bit. I mean, that is way scarier when you're the one who sees it and no one else sees it. I mean, you're almost alone when you're with the group. Like, that, that must have been a really bizarre feeling. Yeah, and what I saw, I mean, it, I thought I saw a shadow person. I didn't see any skin, and it was silent, which was so terrifying to me. Uh, oh, it, uh, oh, I don't ever want to go back. Really? That was going to be one of my questions. Like, would you go back there? Been faced with that. I'm sweating right now just thinking about that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That might be the only location I don't know. Wow, because that would. I could would... do it in the at night. If I could do it, it would have to be in the daytime, and it'd have to be with a bunch of people. I would never go there by myself again at night. Oh my god! We didn't even go alone too that night. I know. That's... Like we didn't. <laughs> Yeah, because you guys set a precedence with that, too, with the, the sleeping arrangements. There was no no solo on that one. No, I, it just seemed too dangerous at that point when 50% of us is thinking it's a ghost and 50% thinks it's a person. It's like it's not worth it to be completely alone on your own floor right now when there could yeah. be a person in here. And, like, that building's been abandoned for a long time, and... If it was a person and not a ghost, then I feel like it was someone who has been there, who knows the layout, who knows how to get in and out of places without us seeing. Because there's just no way they would have escaped that fast. Because, Tanner, you and Alex charged that hallway almost, I'd say, three seconds after what happened to me. And there's just no way someone would have gotten away unless they knew how to, like, some weird exit. Yeah. There wasn't an exit there, was there? No, there wasn't an exit there. So when we went down that hallway and we looked through all the, the rooms and the different uh, like little 
passages, like there wasn't an escape route and we didn't see anything. So that's the weird thing. Unless it's someone who knows the, the layout a lot better than us, uh, I still don't understand what happened really. No. And the fact that we brought up the thermal camera, which you can see hundreds of yards away, it can pick up a bunny, which we learned in a later episode, hundreds of yards away. And we, we weren't able to capture anybody on camera. Wow. That's crazy. It's a great, it's a, I mean, I hate that it's a Jerick Spence and I'm like, it was a great episode because you guys weren't verified, but it was a really suspenseful, like, I'm like, I couldn't look away. I was like, wait a second. I was trying to take notes, you know, to think of things to ask you guys. And then I was like, wait, what's going to happen next? It really was a, oh my gosh. So it was great. And, um, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it's it's tough to rewatch, honestly. Even now, like it brings back some very whoa, something just fell in my room. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. yeah. What? That just scared the crap out of me. Okay, I'm so scared right now. Let's change the subject. Okay. Yeah, I heard that through the phone, dude. There's no one in my room. So okay. Oh my god, scary. Are you going to do other that. fun things in the other episodes, like kind of like the, the hydro thing you guys oh, did? Yeah. Or... So oh, what... you and Tanner both took us to some very freaky, freaky adventures that were just as intense as Extreme Hydro. Oh, that's going to be good. What's yeah, that? I just say we're bringing things to new heights this season. Whoa! Ooh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, we messed with different beers this season, more than just the paranormal. And uh, there were some very embarrassing moments. Oh! <laughs> oh my gosh. So there's more. Was anything else, um, did anything else really stand? Like, did, did you encounter any other weird people or, you know, you snakes? had an experience like Saratoga after that, like people actually breaking in, but we did have so many nights this trip. This is our scariest road trip, I, I have to say. It was almost yeah, like yeah. every other night, like every other night was terrible for us and just so crazy. Chelsea, I mean, you you had a moment on our third episode that, you know, brought you to tears. Oh, no. Yep, I cried. I did. I was so scared I cried. It's just one of those things where, like, you think you've seen it all. Like, you you know, you've been to so many places, and you kind of know, like, okay, worst-case scenario, this might happen. Best-case scenario, this, you know, nothing may happen. But the thing is, it's still so different and so fresh for us every time. Like, I feel like no matter how many times we do this, it's it's never going to be like, oh, we mastered this. Like, it's, it's still the same fears. It's just different experiences. Whoa, that's all. And but this time you almost made me cry with the um the Saratoga one because you guys were were very respectful about the that the homestead and how you know it's it's very similar to what people went through with this coronavirus dying alone and and just it seemed like you had a very great respect for the property. And um, and you kind of is there anything like you would tell people like to be more respectful of abandoned places or anything like that? Yeah, 
I would say so, just because one of the things we learned about the Saratoga County homestead was from the current uh, caretaker, he said that he believes it's such an aggressive kind of negative haunt there, be only because people who go there disrespect the place today. And that's something that I think we've applied to every single night, especially this road trip. More than ever, we really try to go in there with total open arms and respect and we feel that it's just the right thing to do if you want to try to communicate with someone or, or get some sort of an encounter, then better be going in there with respect or else they're not going to show you respect back. Sometimes, though, it doesn't work out. Like Saratoga County Homestead, we were very respectable but got scared out of there. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, because you guys were very respectful in there. Um, yeah, that was – I that really touched me because you guys were really – all of you said something that was it just showed your really sensitive side. So it was really Definitely. good. Yeah. yeah, there's a little bit of every emotion during this show. You know, you have the beginning where it's like fun and exciting, and then you have you know the fear component. But then you're dealing with like real locations that have a real you know most of the time a pretty dark history. So it's it's such a, a roller coaster of different emotions for sure. Yeah, and that's it's good you guys are so tight because it seems like that helps you bond through. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. I don't think I'd be able to do this without everyone on the show because it, it's one of those things that you really show your verbal side. You have to sh- you show your emotions that you're just all all of a sudden will just appear on you. And having a tight core group with these guys, it's it's helpful it's, to get through all the scary stuff. Oh, that's awesome. But I also have to say, Tanner, you had to reface the Randolph County Infirmary, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So we went there about five years ago when we did the original documentary, Trail to Terror. And um, when Dakota, he picked Randolph County Infirmary again um, to go back to it, that's when I got really nervous because... (gasps) During the documentary, um, during our sleeping alone, I was in the basement, and during that time, I just heard a noise, and it, it scared scared me a lot. But when we went back and looked at the footage, we could see in the background that a door opened, and I'm so glad I didn't see that at the time. But it, we have not stopped talking about it, and we always wonder like. Like, what would have happened if I saw it? What, how did that open? Like, what do you think caused that? And it was awesome to finally go back to that location, see it again, for one. But, two, go and try to get more answers that we already had questions, some personal questions for. Um, and then that night just gets out of hand because Dakota, he uh, set, set up a pretty hard challenge for us. Mm-hmm. That's the night Chelsea teared up. Oh, oh my gosh! So now all three. Well, have you had anything, Dakota? Because now Chelsea and Tanner both had intense experiences there. But did you too? I think my the most fascinating thing for me was when we did that documentary. After we had spent the night at the Randolph County Infirmary, we had some really interesting encounters. But it wasn't until we got home that we really realized how haunted this place is. And so when I started doing the research again before this last road trip. Uh, I called up the owner and got some contacts of people who have stories today 
And I just, it was way too intriguing not to go back because almost every single person I talked to on the phone had their only stories or some sort of a story from that basement hallway where the door opened on Tanner. And when we were there four, five years ago, we were the first crew ever really allowed to spend the night there. So there weren't any stories and we didn't tell anyone what happened to us afterwards. So the fact that dozens of people have experienced the same type of thing we have down in the basement, this was way too intriguing for us to not go. And so we, we decided to go back, try to get some answers. And then ultimately I did make everyone face their fears in that basement. And it was a pretty bad idea. Oh, oh that's not good. Yeah. Oh my that God. Brother <laughs> award. Yeah. Although, Man, he makes you face fears. He pushes you out of the way. <laughs> Wait a second. Time out. Chelsea. When people see that episode, they're going to feel bad for me, not you. Because you, you, you did something that episode that has never been attempted on this show. You tried to trick me. Yeah, I did. You had it coming, but, yeah, it all, it all evened out. Yeah, you got karma. You got karma back. It all evened out in the end. I'll be honest. Thank you, guys. That's hilarious. <laughs> And I don't know how much time I have with you guys, but I've been on, so I I didn't know if I should just ask one more question or. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> so does would you guys did you all play hockey or just Chelsea? Um, me and Chelsea did, and then Tanner, you played football. Yeah, I just played football. I I didn't play hockey. I didn't trust myself on skates. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so would you guys, if you could wear, you know, like the hockey stuff and the football stuff, and it was like a gang of ghosts that were coming after you, would you be more comfortable or less comfortable? Probably less comfortable. comfortable. Oh, that's a good point. Goalie equipment would weigh me down. I would probably just fall in a roll. Oh, no. It would be an issue. <laughs> oh, no. I was so, thinking, like, you could deflect everything, but no, I guess that would make hey. sense. Hey. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you have a point. I, yeah, I'd feel pretty safe with the helmet on, though. I mean, if something was in there, I'd feel protected, but just walking yeah. around with the helmet on isn't a good look, I don't think. You guys, but, the last road trip that we did in the winter, and I remember all of us afterwards saying, like, man, having all these extra layers on made me feel a little bit more protected. True. Maybe yeah. we would. Maybe we would. Oh, that's right. Maybe that's why I thought to ask you. Because I remember you guys got something thrown at you, too, in the one episode, like a rocker. I don't know what was coming yeah. at you. But... Holy cow. That's oh, my cow. gosh. It does totally take away your sensitivity. Um, you know, like we were what we've said before, um, you know, all the senses totally play a key role in these uh, overnights. Like you have your your senses are just so heightened. So I feel like if anything um, like dampened your senses, I do actually feel like it would be more comforting. But I probably just wouldn't be able to run as fast. <laughs> <laughs> so if stuff got real, you'd be like, no, dripping off the sun. Yep. Get me out of here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys have been amazing again. Thank you for taking so much time and being so generous to talk with me and answer all my crazy questions. This has been awesome. Yeah. No problem. Thank you for having us. 
this is great. And I hope you have such a great season, and I hope everybody – I mean, and again, I really feel bad at your expense that you get terrified on some of these things, but you did a great job, so I I hope everybody else likes it. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, guys, and and have a great evening. Thank you. You too. Bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. been listening to Haunt Johns, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Maroc, and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this journey. I snagged the music, Phantom from Space, from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. If you'd like to continue exploring beyond the podcast, jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net. Or if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to Haunt Jaunts wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also jaunt with me socially on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. You'll find links to all of Haunt Jaunts' social media on the website, as well as a player on the podcast page with all of the episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.